Blog Talk Radio. Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? My name is Quincy. of the Talk to Q Radio show. My name is Quincy, and this is my show. And tonight we are discussing um, the RNC, the DNC. You know, we have the conventions that are going on. We'll talk about what Ted Cruz did last week. We will get into Michael Jordan uh, finally coming to the forefront to make a political statement. And afterwards, we have a little time on the back end. I'll get you your opinion on what do you want to have done if you are being assaulted by the police. And we'll get into that a little bit later. But first, let me explain to you how this show works for those who may be new to it. This show is a platform for you. The callers, the chat room participants, the social networkers, all of you have the opportunity to voice chat or tweet your opinions to me and be heard worldwide and completely uncensored, because here on T2Q, there are no experts, just opinions. Unlike most shows where you simply just listen to the host talk on and on, I allow you the opportunity to speak your mind. You can join my show legends each episode and discuss a wide range of things like relationships, current events, sports, politics, and more. This show is very informal by design because, let's face it, my style is very unorthodox in nature. The topics are random, but they're relevant with what's going on in the world today. The call-in number to step on your soapbox is 347-202-0215. That's 347-202-0215. If you decide to call in and you get the urge to voice your opinion, then after you connect, Simply hit one on your dial pad. That lets me know that you're ready to speak, and it places you in the host queue. And please mute your phone if you're not speaking at the time, because background noise picks up easily over cell phones and headsets. Now, another way you can contribute to the show is to follow me on Twitter at TalkToQ. 
There is a live tweet chat that occurs during the show, and you can respond to some of the same questions that I'm asking over the air in most cases. Please search and use hashtag T2Q to read and respond to all show tweets. If you want to learn more about me, the show, or the show legends, then journey on over to TalkToQ.com. And if you can't listen to the entire show live, then you can find T2Q on iTunes and just pick up where you left off. Maintenance complete. All right, T2Q radio show number 618 starts right after a word from thecrystalshow.com. Listen to The Crystal Show for celebrity gossip, amazing interviews, musical guests, and the most fun to be had on internet radio. Check out the past and new podcasts at thecrystalshow.com. I go on and on, can't understand how I last so long. I must have the superpowers, last 223,000 hours. My thanks to com for always being a supporter and having the shows back. 347-202-0215 is the number on the Talk to Q radio show. And to the phone lines I go to the Motor City of Detroit to welcome on the author, the hostess, this show legend, the aforementioned Crystal Hickerson. Chris, what's going on? Thank you. How are you? Doing well. How are you? Pretty good. Very good. Glad to have you on. And I will go to the 910 area code, the Tar Heel State of North Carolina, to bring on the man who plays the doctor on the radio, Dr. Bobby Willis. What's happening, man? Q. Hey, Crystal. All right. Glad to have you on. And we'll go ahead and jump to it, 347-202-0215. I know this week is all about the Democratic National National Convention, but I want to go back to last week really quick to the Republican National Convention. Now, Ted Cruz essentially withheld an endorsement of Donald Trump last Wednesday, and he got, you know, a bunch of booze from the floor. Um, Now, when he wrapped up his speech and people kind of saw that he wasn't going to endorse Trump, then folks started getting upset. Now, he was this year's runner-up to Trump, and he only mentioned his name once. He did congratulate him, but he kind of gave people the idea that, you know, vote for the best candidate and not necessarily for Donald Trump. He said, quote, I congratulate Donald Trump on winning the nomination last night, and I like each of you, and like each of you, I want to see the principles that our parties believe prevail in November, end quote. Um, he also said, quote, don't stay home in November. Stand and speak and vote your conscience. All right, end quote. So, Chris, so I'll start with you. How do you feel about Ted Cruz agreeing to speak at the Republican National Convention but not un- endorsing the nomination, the nominee? Well, I think he was being true to himself. And um, true to his his word and what he believes in, I don't see that there's anything you know wrong with that actually. But um, there is something to be said about party uh, solidarity. But I mean, it is Trump for crying out loud. So I think in the long run, 
people will more agree with him after Trump becomes president and our country goes to hell than not. So, so I agree with him. Yeah. Dr. Willis, how do you feel, man? Um, this is a guy who he didn't follow suit like everyone else always does. He chose to get up there, give a speech, and essentially not really mention Trump. I mean, um, was it selfish on his part? Was he true to himself, like Crystal said? I mean, how do you feel about all of it? Um, I, I think it was uh, selfish. Uh, I don't. I don't agree with that tactic because when you give your word, how can you say you're true to yourself if you're telling everybody you're an honest person? Or you do this and that, but then you just you go back in a public fashion and <laughs> show you're just the opposite of that. Because even if you don't stand with Trump, when you made that pledge to give your vote to Trump or to, or to support him, you know that it transcends who the person is now. Uh, now, you, now your word is is at stake. So if you can't do something this you know this simple. You know, on that level, then how how could you run for president anyway if you if you're not good at your work? You're you're showing people that you're not trustworthy, and that's what that's what Hillary is catching flack about right now because of her trustworthiness. So why would you you know go and do the same exact thing? Yeah, he may not have gotten the um, the nomination this this year, you know, but you know 2020 roll around, you know he might try to run again, and people are going to remember this. So. I don't think he did himself any favors by um, doing that. I mean, for one, he made himself like a liar. And I think anybody, once you give your word on something, you have to stand on that word. Okay. This is 732 area code, I know, the Garden State of New Jersey. Welcome on the show enforcer, Ray. What's happening, man? Hey, what's up, Q? I believe that was Bobby Willis talking. Yeah, Dr. Willis and Crystal. Yeah, how you doing, Crystal? What's up, Bobby? What's up, Ray? All right, so, Ray, you can answer the same question as far as was Ted Cruz wrong to stand in front of the national convention and not endorse Donald Trump? But I also want to know, was that political suicide? Is it over for him as a Republican, or do you think he can just lay low and come back in 2020? No, I I think it's over. I think anytime you're a Republican, either you don't have to say anything or you have to back the candidate. And I think if he didn't want to back Trump up, he shouldn't have been there. So I think it just looks bad for him. And I think that the Republicans are going to remember this. I mean, you can't switch parties and go to Democrat because then Democrats will say, well, we can't trust you either. So I think he's in a bad spot all the way around. And, you know, he's just making a fool out of himself right now. He should have just, you know, laid low and maybe in four years. He's young enough to come back in eight years. Hell, Hillary did it. So, you know, he should have just been professional and did what he had to do or not even showed up at all. Yeah, I think he should have. He would have been better served to not show up. I mean, because he had to know that was going to be the end of his Republican career, if nothing else. And you're right. If he goes a Democrat, the Democrat route, no one's going to trust him there either. They may accept him, but they may not trust him. And um, so I do think it's 
political career on a national scale is definitely over. I don't know if he can do anything locally or not. But, you know, um, you, I, I disagree with the uh, notion that he should have uh, stayed at home also. My thing is, once you give your word, you have to eat that. Unless it's going to cause you bodily harm or cause somebody bodily harm, when you give your word, uh, and, and you know, uh, to that nature, you know what I'm saying, you have to eat that. Even if you don't respect Trump, you could have went there and said something similar like, you know, hey, you know, uh, as a man of my word, I'm here to endorse Trump. You know, you could have said it like that. But to 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 not endorse him or not show up after you've given your word, after you've taken a pledge, to me, that's serious when it comes to uh, where you stand and what type of person you are. That's true, but let me ask. Let me ask this. Um, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure Bernie Sanders didn't necessarily just want to endorse Hillary, but he right, also but recognized. Huh? But they never took a pledge, though. That's just something that they do. I mean, all that. All that aside, I'm just saying. He mm-hmm. still showed up, and he still threw his support behind her because ultimately right. he's for the party and not necessarily for the candidate. So, like, right. in, in Cruz's case, was he essentially saying that he's not for the party, or did he let his hatred for Trump, who disrespected him quite often, get in front of that? I think he let his hatred for Trump get in front of that. I think he's still very much a Republican. Uh, um, but I think he may have lost any type of ground he may have had with them, uh, and they're going to remember it. Like I said, they're going to have a long memory when it comes to 2020, and if he try to, you know, get in there and uh, make some moves, they're going to remember that. Yeah, it would definitely not be forgotten, that's for sure. And all right, to the 601 area code I go, the Magnolia State of Mississippi, to bring on the Minister of Sexual Affairs. Mr. Eminem, what's happening, bro? Hey, what up, Q? What up, Radio World? And good to have you on, man. Eminem, all right, as far as on the other side with the Democrats, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, um, who is a Florida representative, and she was also um, the convention chair, got into, well, she didn't get into some hot, hot, well, yeah, she did get into some hot water, I guess. Um, as far as essentially getting caught up in a conspiracy against Bernie Sanders. Um, there were some emails that were hacked, and WikiLeaks got a hold of it. And essentially, it was like they were trying to undermine Bernie Sanders and things he was trying to do, from scheduling him to appear on weekends for certain events as opposed to during the week, to just some of the other things they tried to do to promote Hillary and demote Bernie Sanders. Um, right now, everyone seems to be on board with Hillary, but what does this mean for the Clinton campaign, and what does it mean for campaigning in the future? Um, honestly, nothing too much, because um, I don't think uh, the average person thinks that, you know, if WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks uh, leaks, had access to the Republicans as well. I'm pretty sure there were people high up, especially the uh, the Bush family, that really didn't care for Donald Trump and was probably in cahoots with other people to make sure that he wasn't the one representing the party. So, I mean, um, that kind of stuff is 
is is is is maybe ethically illegal, but as far as he, I'm answering this the way most not gonna say most Democrats, but the the things that resonate with some people that don't tend to resonate with a lot of progressive and liberal people for some reason. It's like it's like okay, the shit that happened in Baton Rouge uh, affected all liberal people more so than anybody. The shit that happened in Florida did. But uh, some kind of conspiracy where somebody was plotting against somebody and stuff like that is fucked up, especially for people who were diehard. Now, I don't mean just Bernie Sanders supporters. I mean diehard supporters. But, you know, but we, we all know this going back to high school. You know, because I remember vividly, just like it was yesterday, even though it was over 25 years ago, uh, me, myself included, and uh, a couple more guys on the football team, we was trying to decide who we really would like to have being the football maid for homecoming. And it was another girl, and she was okay, but everybody kind of was leaning toward that. Okay, I'm just saying, like, that stuff happens. It ain't supposed to happen, but that kind of stuff happens, you know. Uh, as far as... Will it affect Hillary getting votes? No, it won't make a hill of beans as far as detracting votes because Trump was absolutely, now this is not just my opinion, but Trump is absolutely the worst candidate that the GOP could have had representing them. And most people that are true GOP party members feel the same way. They were pretty much behind other people. And they might have had differences, like they might have like favored one over the other, but they don't even look at him like that, you know. So, and there's so many sound bites out there that anything possible that 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 could have went against Hera, like if it was Rubio, she would be in trouble. If it was, uh, even if it was, uh, 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 not Ted Cruz, but what's the guy from Ohio? Um, I knew. I would not know of Casey. Casey, What's yeah. the name? John Casey. 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 If, it's, if it was him, Hillary would feel the chink in the armor, so to speak. But mm-hmm. Trump, I mean, it's like it's so many sound bites negatively against Trump saying something to infuriate a whole group of people that it's almost like, well, hey, if this was Hillary versus somebody else, yeah, it might make me change my opinion. But Hillary versus Trump is like, it's like he's absolutely the worst candidate the GOP could have had, you know. Uh, whether people believe it or not, it's a fact. I mean, the, I mean, the people that. But well, don't get too nobody... far ahead of me. Okay, all right. But um, as far as Debbie Wasser, Wasserman Schultz, um, she could be out of her representative job because people in Florida weren't happy about this. Her primary. Oh, they foe, got her. They got her as far as her having her job. And I, I did all that talking and didn't answer that part. Yeah, but for the sake of credibility, they got to let her go as far as that. Well, they she resigned. She, re- okay, she resigned. Well, from, well that's from because the, they called and told her to. <laughs> yeah, she didn't resign from her her representative seat, but she resigned from the um, convention chair. But as yeah. far as her being a Florida representative, her, her opponent, uh, Tim Canova, posted on Twitter, it's time to end her political career for good. And he shared a link to his campaign fundraising page. He raised a hundred thousand dollars in three days, and he never picked up a phone to call anybody. So this guy posted on Twitter, "Let's finish her off." 
and he got a hundred thousand dollars in donations in three days. Q, that's that's the Q, power. What's I, I got a quick right? question for you about that stat about the hundred thousand dollars. Does it say from how many different supporters? Because that's key. Oh, I have no idea. It could have been from three supporters for all we know. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like so. But as far as his campaign is concerned, a hundred grand is a hundred grand. Oh yeah, and, yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But 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 I'm saying, but if, when you go by the dollars and not the people, like right now, uh, if 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 uh, I guess that's why why likes and stuff like that blew up so big when social media because it was one like per person. So if somebody had a million likes. Whether it was it legit or not, at least a million different accounts had to say like. But with money, it's just like you know, you never know. Cause I remember when, uh, and I, I, I remember when Shaq had a, a record out, and he was saying that I think he bought, no, 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 it was somebody that he knew or something. I think he said he bought like ten thousand, uh, ten thousand of them himself. That's sad. Yeah, that is. <laughs> but what I'm saying though. But you could have a guy on the verge of going at the pace of the sales. It's like, damn, yeah, man, what I, I'm I feel what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, so. But, <laughs> all right, so as far as the conventions themselves, and, and Crystal, let me go back to you. Do you get anything out of the national conven- conventions um, for the political parties? I mean, do you even care? Um, no, I really don't. I don't care. I mean, it's a good show, and that's the purpose of it. I mean, I'm not really um, – that's not going to sway me one way or the other uh, at this point. And I don't think it really sways anybody else um, as far as what their vote is going to be. But it is interesting to hear, you know, what the candidates have to say. Of course, in this year – or um presidential election year, it is interesting to see not just what the candidates have to say, but also what their parties have to say about the candidates themselves. Mm-hmm. So it is really a, just a reality sideshow. And we can definitely thank Trump for that, for making this whole thing such a farce. And yep. there are going to be lots of people who, um, whether or not they are Democrat, Republican, or on the fence, who just says, you know what, I, I'm i not going to even go to the polls. I have absolutely, I don't even think I'm going to go because I'm just, I'm just really upset with the whole process this year. So I don't know. I mean, yeah, I want to vote for Hillary as a woman, you know, basically, and I want to vote for Hillary because I won't be voting for Trump. But really, uh-huh. is that enough for me to, to vote? I mean, I don't know. Hey, so, hey, Chris, you know, Chris can I ask you thing. something right quick? What? Uh, how did you feel about Clinton, his eight years? Well, I thought Clinton was fine. I mean, I know a lot of people talk about him on the, on the other end of it. And as far as well, the whole scandal well, that well, he had, I, I mean, it's... It's right. like no big deal to me. Right, but that's the reason I asked because that's the sentiment of a lot of people. They felt Clinton did a uh, 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 a good job, you know, as far as what he did in the office. So essentially, uh, some people are looking at it like Hillary in is not really Hillary. Hillary in is like basically Clinton again. No, no, Hillary is not Bill. If if anyone no, no, with any she, sense, 
should know she, she, that Hillary she's not is Bill, not but I'm saying Bill that's how people, some some people are. Well, a lot of people are looking at it like that. Well, hey, I'll be honest with you, Eminem. And, there are a lot of people. Is there a fucking idiot? There are a lot of they people, have absolutely no idea who Hillary is. If that's what they there think. There are a lot of people who who think that back in the nineties it was uh it was more Hillary than it was Bill. To be honest with you, there are a lot of people. Oh uh, well, yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You do have people think that. To the eight five zero area code, I go. The Emerald Coastline of Pensacola, Florida, making his way to the ring. The man in black, Buck. What's happening, man? What up, what up? How's everybody doing this evening? Sound like got Eminem and sound like everybody pretty close. We got a bunch on of folks anyway. on tonight, man. A bunch of show show legends yeah. represented. And Hello. look, everyone gives a speech, a big speech at these conventions. Have the national conventions turned into an audition for future presidential candidates? Well, I mean, I guess you know these conventions. It could be. But, I mean, this, this presidential election is probably the worst one I've ever seen since I've been alive, simply because you have two knuckleheads that you, nobody really wants. I mean, there are people out there that really want Hillary and uh, Trump. At one time, there was, you know, there was, you know, I even thought Trump had some, some decent sense. Um, but he's made so many bad and poor business decisions, and for him to think that he can actually straighten out you know, what has gone wrong with this country by himself as president, <laughs> you know, that's a joke in itself. Um, so, I mean, it's, it can be an audition, but, you know, really we got to have some, we really need some different types of people to be running for president. Um, I know Hillary, Hillary clearly has some experience, but her experience is not that great um, as in recent you know, it wasn't bad when, when her husband was in office, but since she's been, you know, in her other roles, it hasn't, they haven't, you know, she hasn't really panned out the way, you know, she should have. So, you know, we need some new blood, some new enthusiasm in the, in the political arena and um, people with different values and people with, uh, you know, that don't have big, you know, line in their pockets, you know, as a, deciding factor of running for political office. They need to have, you know, genuine values um, with the American people in mind. So could this be a stage for future political, um, you know, presidential candidates? Sure. But we got to see some new blood first. Okay. Dr. Willis, I'll ask you the same question. I mean, these conventions are like a pet rally, man. I mean, they're hyping up one person essentially that we already know a lot about because they've been campaigning for the last year. Uh, I mean, I'm not, you know, and I've always had a problem with people being able to campaign like this. Cause it's like, you don't do your job as Senator or secretary of state or any of that for like a year. You just take a year off and campaign. I, I never understood that, but, but Dr. Willis, uh, do you think that these conventions are really for the candidate do you think it's just a money grab for TV ratings? Um, or do you think it's outwishing Senator Obama made his big speech and got notarized, and Cory Booker made a, a nice speech last night, and, you know, people mm-hmm. paid attention to him. Michelle Obama gave a great speech. I mean, what do you think these conventions are all about? I think it's, I think it's dual purpose. I think that it's a, it's a stage for uh, – 
future, you know, candidates. And, uh, and you know, these these uh, these parties, they are very strategic who they have up there speaking. So, you know, it's, it's not by coincidence that Cory Booker was up there speaking last night. We're going to probably hear that name again in the next four years. So, uh, so I think it's dual purpose. I think it's also the second purpose. I think it gives it gives you a chance to really um, understand who your candidate and the people they got with them is about. Like I didn't know anything about Tim Kaine until you know until the Democratic National Convention. So right. so you know um, so you know you, it, it it has dual purpose. Now I want to uh, respectfully disagree with Buck and, and many people who have a, a thing against uh, Hillary. I'm a Bernie guy, but I, but you know I got to give credit where it's due. I think Hillary is the most qualified candidate ever. All right, for the simple reason that she's been in the been in office for about eight years already. Whether she was in the first lady or not, you know, um, she's been the Secretary of State, and uh, you know most most people, the one thing that they hint, uh, the one qualification that they really want to see in their president is, um, do you have any type of um, Foreign, you know, uh, leadership with foreign dignities and uh, dignitaries and uh, leaders. She's done that. Now, this whole thing about the email, I understand people's grief about that, but that's overblown. There's a lot of, you know, this stuff happens all the time. There's one thing that I will fault Hillary Clinton about was that whole Ben Gardner situation. That they can, they rightfully can drag her through the mud for that shit. But outside of that, I can't really see a lot of the hate for uh, Hillary. You know she's she's um I thought she did other than like I said I got that that um that snafu with that she's done a pretty decent job and then uh, like everybody's saying uh, she'll have Hillary as an I mean uh, Bill as an uh, an advisor when if she do take that seat so I think that she's probably the most ready uh, for president than any other candidate at any at this particular point in history. Because nobody's ever, you know, ran and who was already president unless they were seeking a second term. So, like I said, she's had she's had her time in the White House as well as um, stepping up on the big stage. Because a lot of folks think the vice president is powerful. I'm telling you right now, Secretary of State to me, and this is just my opinion, but Secretary of State probably was the most second powerful position in government. So, you, know, you can say what you want, but she, I think she is kind of proven. And like I said, and this comes from a Bernie guy. So uh, that email crap. If you see, if you actually see all the stuff that these damn uh, leaders get away with, or that they do behind closed doors and get caught about, then you'll see that that's freaking cake. Now, like I said, I don't think she should get drugged. She should rightfully get drugged for that whole thing with Benghazi. But I think yeah, but yeah, that, uh, that that to answer the question, the DNC and the RNC, they're both they dual by purpose. Um, um, Events that to parade somebody out who's the future of the um, who's the future face of the party, and to also you know give you more in depth inside information about your candidate that's uh, that's been selected. Okay. All right. Well, one person I hope gets a chance to speak is Julian Castro. Um, he served as mayor of San Antonio um, a few years back, and I've always thought that he would be one of those guys that would be up and coming. I thought he might be even a VP nomination. Um, he has a twin brother uh, who's also, I think, um, in the House of Representatives. Uh, Joaquin is his twin brother. But, uh, all right, so let's talk about as far as Hillary is concerned. Hillary gets a lot of criticism for 
essentially being Hillary. Now, I mean, is she a politician? Yes. I mean, she does kind of pander. I mean, you know, she goes on a black talk show. She's going to do the nay-nay and, you know, she, she, she does those things. But like Bobby says, Hillary has been around the presidency for quite some time, more than like he, than probably any other candidate ever. So, um, Ray, let me ask you this. A lot of people say vote for Clinton because the only alternative is Trump. Isn't that an insult to Hillary Clinton? I mean, they're not saying vote for her because she's a better candidate. They're saying essentially vote for her because they don't like Trump. No, I, I mean, the, the the thing is with the whole Hillary thing, I mean, everybody's giving the credit for this and giving the credit for that. My thing is, and I didn't want to disrespect Hillary because she was female. I say, well, let me look at the videos and, you know, YouTube and watching her on CNN and all that over the last few weeks. And, you know, she constantly. She contradicts herself all the time. And if you look at these videos and everything that she was on, all she does is she tells lies. And a lot of people are voting for Hillary because Trump is the alternative. And I say to that, you shouldn't trust anybody with a crooked mouth. And a lot of people want to go against Trump because they're all these racists. Well, you name me four presidents that wouldn't racist. Maybe Obama, Jimmy Carter, and you can go back to maybe Kennedy or something like that. But you name me four that wasn't. So when you say, so so when you, so when you say all this stuff about race and this, that, and the other, see, I'm gonna tell you what the problem is. You think about it. She got Bernie up there, and I love Bernie Sanders. I love what Bernie stands for. But Bernie was stupid. He didn't realize you got to raise money. You got to deal with certain people in order to get in there. He want to go on straight issues. Oh, you telling the truth. You you gonna really do something to help people in America? I hear you. I feel you. But the thing about it is, you got to raise money. You know that's why Hillary couldn't touch Obama. Obama raised so much money she couldn't mess with him. But you think about it. You even look at the video. She stabbed Obama in the back. What does he know about being president? He's not qualified. He's not said all that stuff. Know what he did? He turned around and made us Secretary of State. Then uh, she she did all this shit to Bernie, twisted his words, lied on him. Then they're going to get him to come out and say all this good shit about Hillary. Come on, this is <laughs> bullshit. Now, I'm going to tell you what she lost the race at because I don't know what's going on in other parts of the country. But when you get people to talk and they understand, you understand Trump's point of view, then everybody agrees with you. Nobody wants to say it publicly, but when they go behind that voting booth, that's why the man is winning the way he wins, because a lot of people feel the same way. We just don't want to come out publicly and say that. I think he's going to run over. You know what I mean? Because a lot of Bernie Sanders fans do not like Hillary because now more shit coming out with the DNC and all that. All them people is in Hillary's pocket. And to me, if you're the best candidate, you don't have to have other chicks in positions to try to push you through. You see what I'm saying? And that's exactly what's happening. And 
like it or not, I like to run on the issues. You can promise everybody the world. And everybody say, well, she's a Clinton, she's a Clinton, and, you know, I don't, I don't like that Trump. Hey, I know one thing. Trump is going to keep them terrorists and stuff from coming over here. Now, that's what's important. Being president and all that, the economy going to do what it's going to do. It's going to be a little bit better, a little worse sometimes, depending upon situations. But Obama was my man for two terms, voted for him twice, and he didn't do what he was supposed to do. I think he did a good job, but he didn't do what he was supposed to do. And black folks had their turn, and now, hey, white folks might get ready to have their turn. And some people say white folks got their turn every day of the week, but you already know what it is. It is America. So we just going to have to accept it. But I will not vote for a Democrat that I cannot trust. And to me, them emails is a very big deal. Because it's a security breach. It's a mistake. Everybody's talking about all this experience. You got all this experience. Why the hell did you let these emails get leaked? And then you turn around and lie about it. Different. You say, well, you know, I made a mistake. I'm human. I'm sorry. But, you know, it's better for me to learn now than to, to let something like this happen again. You could trust me. You lied, 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 and kept on lying. Then they're going to call Trump a liar. Come on, man. Y'all serious? I mean, you watching everything, you see who the liar is. Trump saying things that's outrageous and, you know, shocking people and all that, but he's telling the truth as he know it to be versus a person with a mouth was crooked. It's just like if I get up here and I say, man, those New England Patriots are a great team, they're a great organization, I love them. I've been a fan since 1985. Y'all looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Because I can pull up 40 shows where you say you was a Raiders fan. You understand? That's my problem with all this. Now, I'm for anybody who can make the country better. But to me, I say get Trump a shot. Never mind all the racist stuff. He really didn't say anything racist. He just said things that he didn't like. And to me, they ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm not Mexican. I ain't Muslim, none of that. So it is what it is. (laughs) <laughs> wow. All right. Eminem, let me let me go to you. Let me let me throw the question to to okay. you as far as um, you know, I watched Roland Martin this morning on news um news now or news one now, whatever his show is called. And just about everyone he interviewed from, you know, actress Cheryl Lee Ralph to, um, what's his name? Um, Infume. I can't think of his first name. Um, Infume. Everyone Kwame kept Infume. saying, yeah. yeah, everyone kept saying that um, we have to vote for Hillary so we don't get Trump in the White House. And to me, that's not an endorsement of Hillary. That's more of a condemnation of. Of Trump. Hey, uh, Q, can I say this real quick, too? She lost when she didn't make Bernie Sanders vice president. And has anyone, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever made someone who ran against him in the primary vice president, but I mean, it would have been big had she done it, that's for sure. But 
but yeah, go ahead, Eminem. I mean, how do you feel about people uh, not necessarily endorsing her, but they're more or less condemning Donald Trump? Well, I mean, and it, 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 you know, you know, like I say, opinions are fair on 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 both sides and all that. And it, but the thing is, I said this when the campaign first started, even before it started. You see, the difference between, and I'm answering the question at the same time by saying this. See, the difference between people like Hillary and uh, previous Bush administration is they are seasoned politicians. They know who they have to have in their pocket. Yeah, of course, lying involved in, but that's 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 what politics are. But the thing is, they know certain things that, are, that the average American don't know. But one thing they do know is this. The day that Donald Trump came out and said, now, now I'm, I'm going to the Republican Party on this right here. The day that Donald Trump came out and said that Obama wasn't a citizen and all this bullshit, and it erupted, you know, maybe not every American of color, but, but a large percentage, right then and there, they already knew that he could not, true GOP, that that our seasoned politicians knew that right then this guy would would, would could not defeat um, whoever the, the 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 party representative. That's why these jokes were so vehement. You know, Mitt Romney. Um, uh, 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 damn, what's this guy's name? Not Dick Cheney, was another one. Some of these very known GOP people, they understand how this game go. It's like, yeah, you know, you like, you might not everybody thinking certain things, but they understand that to get a certain accountability of votes, it takes you, you have to win America to 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 be seated in America. This pristine apple pie eating, you know, baseball hot dog America that people thinking, the few people thinking is this, that shit is gone. You're gonna have to have blacks and Latinos, women. And you know whatever to help you get in office. So you start talking about this man when he, you know, he's a Muslim, he's not even American, and all this shit like this. Now they're saying, God damn, man! Even if you have to lie about it, at least the rest of us would have kind of held back on that type of shit if we really wanted to run for president. So, uh, the, the, uh I, I think uh, Hillary was basically. Should have been brought up on criminal accusations for what happened in Benghazi and everything. But the reason why she hadn't been called up on or a lot of stuff, and she get away with so much stuff because she's it's like Bobby said, she got the most experience. She know how this shit works. If you know everybody that can bring you down, then obviously you know you can get shit passed when the next man can't. You see what I'm saying? And and, and that and it's people in it's people in power like that in both parties. And Trump is an outsider. You know, Bernie Sanders was far to the left, even though a lot of people agree with the stuff he said. You know, but my thing is, I agree with a lot of stuff he said, but I know it's a difference between agreeing and what, what realistically would get somebody elected by multiple people. You see what I'm saying? And Trump is as far off in right field as you can get, but he's not he's not in right field like Rush Limbaugh was in right field. He was in right field like basically what it is. I'm a rich guy. I ain't never had to bow down to nobody. I'm going to say what I want to say. Fine. You know, everything can be the truth. But you don't think you're going to need one Muslim vote to get in? You don't think you're going to need a Spanish vote to get in? You don't think you need black votes to get in in America? Hell, that's how Obama got in. All the minorities basically 
the majority of minorities voted for Obama. Then he won over the the oddball people, the the young, um, uh, surfer type white kid and that type of shit. But politics is politics. I mean, I, I hadn't seen a person win office yet not playing the political game. And and uh, like I say, the the fact that the GOP passed up on somebody like Rubio who truly was a person who could have defeated Hillary in the landslide, but, uh nah, Trump ain't going to defeat nobody in the landslide. Nah, I, I, I don't see that happening. Okay. Because I don't, I don't even know Trump know how the government works. Because, see, one thing about it, you know, half the shit he's saying, see, anytime you got somebody who is not even the favorite by their own party, because, see, what it was, Trump won the popular vote, you know, and the people loved him, but the people, you know, the senators and the House of Representatives, all those people, they was like, oh, hell no, not Trump. You know, but the people he's talking to loved him. But the people who can actually pass some of that shit, they, they didn't agree with him. So I'm just like, this dude, nothing he's going to say, build a wall, make Mexico pay for it, that shit ain't going to pass. You got to be realistic. You know, you know, no Syrians and shit like that can come to America that shit ain't going to pass. I mean, you can go down the line. It ain't going to pass. ain't going to pass. He can say it, but you still got to, the shit still got to go through Congress. Whereas Hillary, like her or not, she got so many people in her pocket or her husband's pocket or her previous administration pocket. It's a lot of shit she can get done that's going to pass. So, I mean, unfortunately, that's the way it is. Well, let me, okay. let me jump in there for a second. Let me jump in there for a second, uh, Cube. I think that... Um, and I said it a couple of times on the show, and I, you know, and I'll say it again. I, I don't necessarily think that Trump is racist, all right. And I think that uh, he, he gave me a weird feeling, a weird vibe. But I think where Trump could have done himself some service and probably would have had more votes or, or you know, more uh, crossed more lines than he he's done right now, is if he hasn't, if he hadn't targeted people. That's his problem. If he would have just simply said, "Hey, we're going to shut down our borders to everybody until we get this under control." He would have had a freaking major uh, following if he would have just said we're gonna build a wall between the U.S. and Mexico without saying he's gonna make Mexico pay for it. He would have had a massive following. The problem is, is that he's killed his freaking uh, foreign policy before he even get in office. I mean, it's dead. I don't think anybody in any, any other country wants to deal with this guy, other than maybe Russia. You know, and I think they're only backing him because they. What they're trying to do right now is psych or, or, or build up this, this, this psyche to think to make, make people think that Trump will have some support so people can get him in. So they're playing chess with us right now, you know what I'm saying, so that people will be like, oh, he might have to follow, and then, okay, it's safe to vote for him now. But if he doesn't have a foreign policy in place, you know what I'm saying, he's, he's no good as, as a freaking uh, leader of this free world. And and that's very important. I mean, as a matter of fact, that that used to be one of the cornerstones of the GOP's um um party. They wanted somebody with a strong um foreign policy uh, uh stance. Trump then killed that in, in his freaking run for the office. <laughs> so I don't understand how he's gonna freaking do anything uh foreign wise. So especially with our own our neighbors right here connected to our freaking country, you know, you want to alienate those guys. I mean, you know. What, what you know? What do you hope to get out of this? So had he just left the, uh, just made a blanket statement without targeting, 
I think he would have freaking had a uh, had more following than he got right now. I don't think the guy is racist, and I agree with uh, uh, Ray on some of the things he said about Trump. But um, but when he when he targeted, that's what killed. To me, that's what's what's killing his thing. Now, I don't think he's gonna win by a landslide. I don't I don't even know or don't think he's gonna win at all unless he get um, he get Bernie supporters and if he unless he get um, uh, um, uh, I think just yeah, Bernie supporters and people who are still stuck on the fence. But that that's just my two cents about that. But uh, you know, he he messed it up for himself trying to run for office right now. Okay. And um, Crystal, I don't even remember what the question was. I had to be honest with that. All of that, uh, Crystal. As far as the corruption is concerned, everyone's talking about um, emails with Debbie Wasserman Schultz and things of that nature, but I mean, hasn't there always been corruption? It's just that nowadays it's easier to catch it because we have like electronic trackers for everything. There's always been corruption. The only reason why anybody gives a shit about some fucking emails now is because she's a woman. They have never liked Clinton, Hillary Clinton. They never liked her because she is a strong, independent woman. They talked about everything from her goddamn pantsuits to now talking about some goddamn emails that no one gives a fuck about. If this was a man, no one would care. It would have been wiped away as, oh, well, he apologized. It was probably an error. And these things are just, these are things that happen that you don't understand, blah, 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 and let's move on with the real issues. That would have been the end of it, okay? It's not about the fact of what she's done. It's the fact that she's a woman. And anyone who feels that this is um, ridiculous is kidding themselves. It's the same thing that happened with Obama. But the only difference between Obama and Hillary is that that he has a dick. And you may think that's ridiculous, but it's the truth. It is really the truth. I don't think that a lot of these men, black or white, really want a woman as a leader of the free world. And when you talk about uh, Trump and, you know, how he's not a racist, actually, I really don't think Trump is a racist. Trump is an elitist, and there's a distinct difference Difference. between a racist and an elitist. And that's what he is. And his elitism is narrow. His elitism has to do with himself because he's also an egotist. This is all about him winning the newest game that he is a part of. And he has always believed that he should be the top of, well, I'm I'm, I'm great. I'm I'm a mogul. I'm a major businessman. I have all these great things. So now I should be at the top of the land. This is what this is all about. And the way he speaks and the things that he does and the things that he says has absolutely nothing to do with what he feels. It has to do with the people that he knows that he can cater to and the people who will rush to the polls because they just got out of a um, two-term with a black man so all these angry white men are pissed off and ready to go there, and the masses are what we're talking about. The masses of, of angry white men 
are these poor um, men and women who are white and who are stuck in these, you know, horrible jobs or ways of life and probably poorer than a lot of black people are nowadays. Uh, And they're pissed off that their beautiful white race doesn't carry them through their life anymore. Just the fact of them being born white. So they're pissed. And that is what he's catering to. I guarantee you, if it was Mexicans, he'd be catering to them. It doesn't matter for him. And this is what makes him so dangerous. And also, when we talk about foreign policy and the foreign leaders over there who are are watching, they're, they actually want Trump to win because he's a fucking idiot when it comes to foreign policy, and they know that. They're right. waiting for America to just self-destruct. And I don't understand why the Americans who are here don't understand that. They don't get it. It's like, this is a game, people. Fuck when you start talking about, oh, well, I want someone who understands this or understands that. This is a game in America. If it wasn't a game, then more of us would be more pissed off about a lot of other policies and not just the newest thing that the media is talking about today. So... I don't yeah. even know what the question was, but all I know is hey, <laughs> basically hey, hey. it all has to do with the fact that they don't want a woman being president. You all are making great points. Yeah, you just answered Q's question down to the T. And the original question was, I think he kind of forgot what he asked everybody about Roland Martin them when they was like, we can't let Trump win. But that's why. It, it's not about Hillary. It's about Trump. And you're talking about people being fake. Shit, Trump done actually gave money to the Clinton campaign before, you know. And them them down-hard GOP people know that. You know, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you you would know a true GOP uh, 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 through and through, is nothing like Trump. Trump is going to say whatever it takes to get, you know, because it's the art of the deal. That's what They he didn't does. want Trump. No, they didn't, that's what I'm saying, Q. That's what I'm saying. If your own party, your true party members don't want you, then, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the, her name in uh, South Carolina? Haley Cox and uh, and uh, then the guy that's always talking about the military. Uh, damn, what's this dude's name? Uh, shit. Who? John uh, McCain? Uh, not McCain. It's another one. He'd be on uh, Fox News a lot, used to be. Um, Older Graham. Uh, his last name is Graham. Lindsey, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. People like that. Phil Bryan here. People like that. That's that's GOP as it gets. Shit. You know. Yeah. They GOP to the heart. Trump don't even fit the mold of these motherfuckers, man. And it ain't just because he's you know uh, 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 a New Yorker. He just don't fit the mold. And people in the true GOP know that. They best. It's like this. It's almost like. It's almost like when the SEC got integrated. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't fool's gold. You know, you got all these shit niggas running, four threes and shit like that. You're going to have to get a cornerback to cover that. So, you know, the people in the GOP party was furious because they're like, well, listen, Trump don't fit the mold, but if we was going to win, it's going to have to be somebody like uh, Marco Rubio or or the cat up in Wisconsin, it's, it's, it's going to be different type of people. It ain't going to be Donald Trump. Donald Trump is fake as it gets. 
I got I got to disagree with that though. I mean, first Trump giving money to the Clinton campaign was that Bill Clinton and Hillary because it was Bill Clinton. You saying Bill and Hillary are two of the same people, which Bill. is not. But the, the thing is, but listen, what I'm saying though, I'm saying if if I was listen, if if you are among and like I say, we can leak one in the GOP thing, but it's the same thing. I'm pretty sure they share. I guarantee you, Lindsey Graham. Bill Bryant, Ted Cruz, cats like that, them real GOP uh, party members weren't giving a dime to nobody under no decade that was that wasn't uh, like them, and they know that. So that's but, what but, I'm but saying. They don't look at Trump like that. But this is what I'm saying. They don't got a problem with Trump because he's his own man. He don't need their money. He don't have the politics. He don't have to do a lot of things a lot of politicians do. And you know, they holding that against him. Now, as far as as Trump, what he's doing and stuff like that, I mean, I still don't realize what the man did that was so wrong. If he say, hey, we want to close off the borders, what's wrong with that? We got too many people over uh, here now. But, but see, the thing about it is not what he is. Listen, everybody definitely can can give their opinion, and people respect that, But but politics has its own set of rules. You, this is in America. You have to listen. This is not the. That's why I said this is not the 1950 America when when everybody voting was white. Now, whether you like it or not, you got to get some votes from from other people other than just white but, people. But but this, but this is the problem. No, not when it's 70 percent of the population. I mean, we can't understand all white folks are not going to vote for one person. We understand that, but at the same time, what makes you think that Mexicans are not voting? For Trump, because like I say, when when you work for, I mean, I'll be around all different types of people, and a lot of people that are Mexican and that are Muslims and stuff like that have the same issues that Trump has with these folks. They come in illegally, they don't pay taxes, and so forth. They don't want those kind of people disrespecting their race right. anymore. And, 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 and you know what? And I, I get that. I get that, and the average person do feel like that, including me, yeah. but I'm no fool either. It's like yeah. what Bobby brought out. If I wanted your vote, I'm not going to throw everybody under the bus because for the two Mexicans that, that ain't going to have a problem with me talking about Mexico, it's going to be 20 more that's going to be like, well, hey, man, uh, stick to the issue, man, but shit, you sound like you're talking about everybody now. That's how people think. No. That's how people react. No. No, like I say, I mean, we're we going to see, but like I say, when you talk to different people and you get a real conversation, it's hard if you go to a politically correct place, work, or, you know, the courthouse, or anything like that, where people just supposed to say what they think. People want to own their guns. People want to have their rights, and people want to feel free. And what people do when you let people in from everywhere and you don't screen none of these people. This this is what's important. Everybody, all this, you know, color and black and white and all that, what's important is, is that you have to protect the soil that we are on. And, you know, you can't let Muslims in. Only thing the man well, okay, is saying but what I'm saying, though, is but even if you're going to do first. that, you still have to have a realistic plan to get the job. It's like, it's just like that saying, go fake it till you make it. That's what most okay. politicians do. It's like, but, well, look, let me, let me, I'm going to build a wall, ask. but I'm not going to sit up here and and, and and say this 
say that, and Mexico is going to build it and all this stuff, I'm going to tell Mexico to build it after I get in office. You know, hey, I'm going to tell but, people, but, like, you can't but, come but, from Jordan or Syria with, with, with no uh, vetting, but I'm going to wait till I get in office. That's the difference between a politician hey. and somebody who don't know about politics. But, but I'm, I'm going to tell you what's, what's so twisted about this whole thing. And even Steve Harvey said, I'm going to tell you the truth. I voted for Obama because he's black. He said that right on his talk show. Now, if a white person say that about Trump, we all up in arms. Now, the thing about it is, a lot of that is what is going to happen. Every Trump supporter, then people say, well, well, the news cameras always go to the most ignorant black person and try to get a news story. I don't believe that's true anymore, but that's what people are going to continue to say. No, they do the same thing. They 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 do that with they they do the same thing with a with a Trump supporter. They find the most ignorant person they can find, or get them to say something halfway racist, and they say, "Oh, there you go." Where the majority of the people, the only thing they're saying is they want a safe country. They want to make sure everybody is here is here legally and are paying taxes. See, we miss all that. We just turn around, oh, we can't, I mean, we, we can't let him get in. If Hillary Clinton was so qualified, why is people saying that we don't want Trump to get in? Instead of saying, man, she just better all around and name off 20 things. Why is that? I mean, I look at it like this. And, and I look at it as far as, um, I mean, everyone wants a safe country um, and everything. It's just that no one wants to be profiled to do it. Um, so I don't think anyone has a problem with wanting a safe country. Hey, is how the ain't country nobody seeing that to the TSA audit. And you gotta you gotta fall in line or find you another route. I mean that's and true, but you don't have to fly. We get ten, tens of thousands and hundreds of thousands of attacks against our governmental systems every single day, even our colleges and stuff like that. And these folks get in, but you don't hear people talking about you know. Taking, uh, cutting the heads off of the the heads of these these departments and these other organizations that are that are have, that got breaches, you don't hear that. So there's some credence to what Crystal is saying, and and a lot of people like her who believe like her. They don't want Hillary in because she's a woman. I actually do believe that. I know that sounds crazy and it, and it makes it makes you know a bunch of men mad, but guess what? I really believe that because if you think about it, and I'm telling you right now, I see I've seen some things. You know, people get breached all the time. <laughs> you know, hell, you know, in, in her in her position, in her position, and then turn around and lie about it. Cabinet level people get breached all the time. She lies under oath. Trump is lying every time he opens his goddamn mouth. But you know, you <laughs> people actually want to believe him. That's what's so in. in that's what's so insulting and hilarious to me and but, but, to him, that you guys actually believe thing. him. This, this is a beautiful thing. This is what you said, you is said, not you even said, a Republican. He's not even a Republican. Earlier, I may <laughs> not you know go what, to the polls you know because I'm damn sure not going to vote for Trump, and I'm not sure I'm going to vote for Hillary either. If she's so qualified... And we taking the woman factor out of it. You say I want to vote for her because she's, she's a woman. If she's so she's qualified, you should be voting for her hands down. No question. Am she's, I am I right or am I wrong? Excuse me. No, that that, that ain't necessarily the, the case. 
We got we got we people we've had people throughout history who are more qualified than the ones they're running against, and they still lose. Hey. Okay, so, but the bottom, we yeah, the bottom about, line of it is we, I'm the bottom line of it is that you vote for her if she's the most qualified candidate. We're not talking about keeping Trump out. We're not talking about none of this other stuff. I'm vote for her. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's the reason why I was gonna vote for her because she's the most qualified. She is the most qualified. But the thing we have, we think we have to understand and realize, regardless of which one of these idiots get in this elected into office. <laughs> They're not going to be making all the rules anyway. I mean, the House and the Senate are really what you know who's going to be That's making those true. rules. Right, the exactly. only thing that That's the only true. thing that these clowns are going to be able to do is have veto power. So right. but, I mean, it doesn't matter. But, but, it does not matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter whether it's Hillary or or, or Donald because they're both they're both liars. They're both idiots. They both made the mistake. What you're saying is exactly you have to understand. They, 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 who, who got the most connections to get something passed through? That's all I was well, saying. Yeah. That's how, huh? Hey. I don't even know that's Hillary. That's what I'm saying. It, it ain't about the yeah. best. It, 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 that's what I was saying about the. That's what the GOP understood that popular voters didn't understand. They like, listen, if this dude get in, we know this shit going to pass. But if Trump get in, we already know that it's going to be hard for us to pass anything. And they know that because they know how the government works. Hey, all all I know is that guy keeps winning. Everybody keeps saying this, that, and the other. Right. He's, when they he's winning, he's winning the popular vote. He's winning the popular yeah. vote. Amongst, but, listen, but amongst state senators and congressmen in his own party, they don't even they don't even hardly acknowledge that guy. They the ones that gonna pass the stuff he's talking about. Okay. So, so that's gonna be it's gonna be new politics. It's not gonna be politics as usual. It's gonna be new politics. And I think it's gonna be well, right. right now Obama like, sees something no matter how right he is, they going the other way because they Republicans. So I mean now it's well the Democrats they kinda against Trump. And Republicans counting against Trump. So you put something out there, what, everybody going to vote it down? No, you can't well, do that. Well, it, it's the same way the health care act. They've been trying to pass the health care act since 1950. But because of the connections on the inside, a few people crossed the aisle and the stuff passed. But that's not going to happen for Trump. Nobody's going to cross the aisle for Trump. Yeah. Rubio? Uh, but you know what, though? Yeah. A lot of, but, but a lot Eminem, of people. Eminem? To, to Buck's point, that goes back to what he's saying as far as who we have in office right now in Congress. If they're not well, because it's like this if you're not willing to do what may be best for the country simply because you don't like someone, which is what we've been dealing with for the last eight years, you don't deserve to be in office. And now, right now, we have 469 seats um, coming up to be available right. in Congress. Well, I'm asking you a question already. Millennials don't vote in the elections that, that makes a difference. That's the thing. Everybody I mean, can get up for, true, but that's the, for the president's election, but that's that don't even that's matter. That's, that's, that's the real election. Because exactly. regardless of who gets elected president, well, they can't do anything without Congress. And if you have the type of Congress who's going to say, I'm not going to work with her because she's a woman, or I'm not going to work with him because he's Donald Trump, then those are the ones we need to be getting out of office. But, but 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 that's the thing though, Q. That's the thing though. Okay, 
on if it was that's why there's never been a woman president but Hillary is in a unique position through her husband she has different connections and being a secretary of state she has different connections it's like well I'm not voting for this to pass because it's you but I do owe Obama a favor I do owe Bill a favor you know the that people in politics that know may, that stuff that huh? may, yeah, that I think may work that, I, I agree that, with you that, that would work yeah so that's the but difference. Ultimately, Hillary is 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 vetted through and through with how Washington politics work. Donald Trump is not. He is the absolute worst polit. He's the best. He's basically the worst candidate the GOP could have had for that. And if you ask a person that's been a member of the GOP through and through, not not people who don't vote for the candidate who vote strictly for their party, they will tell you that this was the but, worst guy we could have selected, even though they agree if, with a lot of stuff he's saying, but they know to get stuff to pass, it, it, it GOP, has to go through certain people. If, if the GOP wins control of the House in November, it won't matter. He'll have the people that he needs. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to um, talk about Michael Jordan real quick and then one other. Hi, topic. I'm Bobby Willis. I'm repping at Lone Star State, and you're listening to Talk to Street Radio Show. No experts, just opinions. Speaking of North Carolina, uh, just recently, Michael Jordan came out to speak out against the violence um, against police and some of the injustices against black people. And so, Crystal, let me go back to you. Is this a big deal or not that Michael Jordan has come forward and donated money to the NAACP as well as to um, um, a policeman's association and has actually made a statement? Well, it's not a big deal to me, um, but I guess it's a big deal to, you know, sports fans across the nation, and it's a big deal, I guess, to black men. I don't know. But um, it's not really a big deal to me. There's plenty of celebrities who have come out and made one statement or another, and it's as far as him, you know, giving money, I mean, that's up to him. He has the money to give, and there's plenty of people who do give donations to the um, causes that they believe in. So, you know, I don't really think it's a big deal. I know everybody's talking about the fact that he's never said anything, and I'm sorry, I personally don't believe that anyone has to say anything. Uh, I think I said this before on the show. It is not uh, just because you happen to be black or whatever Uh that you have to stand behind every single thing, meaning that you have to come out and you have to make all these grand statements and become a little activist or whatever. Um, Everybody is not, you know, Jesse Williams. I mean, he felt he wanted to do something like that, so he did it because, you know, that's who he is apparently. You know, this is not not something new that he's done. So, but for Michael Jordan, maybe, you know, he got, finally got upset enough where he decided, okay, I, I want to make a statement. But that doesn't mean that he was a sellout or whatever for 
you know, amount of years before that. So I don't, I don't, I really don't agree with with people, you know, come, coming out to say that. Oh, now he's saying something. You know, I mean, what the fuck does that mean? What have you done? What have you said? Well, you know, why aren't you out picketing or whatever the fuck? Or why, you know, I mean, so I just think that it, you know, it's great that he's he's, you know, he's donating to what he wants to donate, and in fact, he donated to both parties. You know, he donated yeah. to the police, yeah. and he donated. You know, to NAACP, which some people may argue is not necessarily, you know, that, you know, black of an activist situation. But that's, you know, again, that's another topic. But, um, I, I mean, I feel that he just did what he wanted to, to do and what he believed in. And I think, it's, I think it's great for him as a person, but I don't think it's anything more huge than anybody else. Okay. And I think the only reason he gets such a bad rap is because there was this this quote from 20-something years ago that um, I hear some people deny. I don't know if it's true or not, but um, that when he was asked about um, the Rodney King, well, two things. When he was asked about Rodney King back in 1993 or whenever that was, I believe, he said that he didn't know enough about it to make make a statement. And then when asked about uh, Jesse Helms take, trying to get control of North Carolina when he was running for office, um, he made a comment that Republicans buy shoes too, and that's why he wasn't speaking out. So I think those two things have kind of followed him all of these years, and that's why people are so upset with him. Um, not saying that it's justified. I'm just giving, giving a reason. But does anyone think it's a big deal that he said something? Well, I think it, I think it is a big deal simply because he hasn't said anything. I mean, you know, he he's one of the most recognizable, you know, one of the, you know, he is the premier, you know, sports icon. I mean, he pretty much took over a shoe company, you know, and made it his own, um, just like he did the basketball court. So I think people have actually been waiting for him to say something all these years, and he has not for whatever reason. Um, maybe some, you know, some of the scandals. Um, his father, you know, maybe one of his kids got pulled over. Yeah, one of his kids got pulled over, and those, you know, the gambling accusations and things of that nature. So I think for a lot of reasons he didn't say things simply because of that. But now, I mean, you see a lot of people coming out now. People that typically and traditionally don't say anything, and I mean, yeah, it is it is kind of a big deal um, for him to come out because he hadn't said anything. But, I mean, when you have a sports figure, an icon of this magnitude step out and, and say something who traditionally has not, in, um, so, you know, people listen. And people, you know, they go, okay. You know, maybe we need, and I think maybe the timing of this is great because a lot, you know, a lot of people still look up to Michael Jordan even though he hasn't played basketball in quite some time. You know, he's still, you know, he's still a household name. So for him to step out and say something like this, yes, it is huge. It gets people's attention. And maybe he thought that maybe saying something now, maybe it will, you know, change some of the people's mindset and make things a little bit better versus, you know, and maybe people will start, you know, thinking about things a little bit differently now that he did speak out. So I think this, that, that's mainly the reason why he did. And maybe it may make a, a huge impact. I mean, well, let me ask this. Jordan hadn't shot a basketball competitively in in 13 years. It now I realize that he's like a shoe icon, 
or whatever. But I mean, does he still carry the same weight? I mean, yeah, he's a billionaire, but well, I mean, does he still carry the same weight? I mean, I know he does oh, yeah. for us. Yeah, Ma- Michael Jordan is is the biggest and most mm-hmm. famous athlete of all time. I we disagree. Yeah, with that. I disagree with that completely. I wouldn't put him over Tiger. I wouldn't put him over Muhammad Ali. Ain't no way. Come okay, on, how many man. Shoes I don't care how many shoes. So. <laughs> that's that's that that statement. No way. Ain't no way. No, we're not talking about personal preference. We're talking about fans. No, I'm talking about that. Anybody. They 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 were very famous. Tiger Woods ain't nowhere near as famous as Michael Jordan. When Michael Jackson died, he became sport. the most famous man uh-uh. in the world. Uh-uh. Golf is a worldwide sport. Yeah, but, but who's more famous than Michael Jordan? Tiger Woods and Muhammad Ali. Michael, uh, Michael <laughs> Jackson was, but Michael Jackson is dead. We oh, talking man. about living or athlete, period. Nobody has done what he's done. Now, now, Alvin was famous, but he didn't sell no He was clothes, the greatest. He, no he was the greatest basketball player of all time. He's the greatest exactly. shoe salesman of all time. Exactly, and he ain't even in his shoe commercials a lot of times. Man, you got folks. You got you got folks twenty years old that will argue with you that Jordan, I mean, that LeBron is the greatest of all time. I, I mean, Look, I'm not saying that's right. We talking about great. We talking about fame. Uh, no, mind uh-uh, it, we all know who is. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. You, you gonna <laughs> say that Michael Jordan is not as famous as Tiger Woods? Abs- I'm, I'm not saying he's not. I'm, I'm not saying he's not more famous than Tiger Woods. Okay, then, then what are we arguing? What's the point on that then? Yeah, I have no idea what the point is. I really do. Oh, because because they're not Marvel and Malcolm X. He's just a good Marvel hero. Who gives a shit? He said Michael Jordan was the most famous of all time, and I disagree, saying he's not the most famous of all time. That's what I was disagreeing with. Wait, wait, who cares? You said Ali, and you said Tiger Woods. I guess it's not. I mean, this is what I'm saying about the man speaking out. I mean, hey, he did it the correct way. He gave respect to both sides because you have to have some type of sanity when you coming out and you speaking. A lot of people doing this hooting and hollering. They not trying to solve anything. They just want to stir up a big ruckus. And mm-hmm. to me, you cannot back the wrong horse. You have to stand up for what's right. See me, I'm, I'm going to tell the way it goes even if it's my mama. You know, a lot of people, well, you know, it's my mama. You know, I ain't going to never say she wrong. And you, you don't need to be up there so my thing is, is, is he did it the correct way. He donated to both sides, and that's his prerogative. Like, like I agree with what Chris will say. I always believe you don't have to say nothing. I mean, I never tell a person where to spend their money at. You don't get no money to no charity whatsoever. That's your prerogative. I mean, I would think you should. You know, you want to see kids get educated, not just black kids. You want to see all kids get educated. So. You should donate some money to education or, you know, Little League and this, that, and other if it were me. But it's not me, so I can't tell the next guy which way to go. But, you know, <laughs> by him by him saying what he said and 
basically he spoke on the situation and he stayed neutral at the same time, which was a great thing to do. Trust me, Michael Jordan ain't gonna fuck his money up. You know, so I think it was good. You think what? I, I think. Um, I'm sorry. Anyone else want to comment on as far as do you yeah, think that? Uh, I'll jump in there real quick. I, um, you know, I might be a little petty, but I, I, I feel like you know, what I'm saying. Um, well, first of all, I think that any celebrity that has a platform who chooses not to use that platform for activism or whatever uh, have that right. You know what I'm saying? That there is no, there should be no beef with anybody if they choose not to use that platform for any type of social, you know, or, or you know, uh, any type of activism. Uh, however, though, with this, the situation with Jordan, I think it was big because he, he does have such a huge following. So, you know, that message will resonate with those people. The problem I have, and like I said, this may be petty, but the problem I have was in his speech. He kind of like, he kind of like said, you know, um, he was like, yeah, you know, uh, I'm giving a million dollars to the organization, you know, because uh, we have, you know, cops killing, you know, people or whatever, or, or something to that nature. It was kind of nice. But then when he spoke for the cops, he was like, oh, these cowards going out there killing these cops and, they're, you know, despicable, disgusting, all that. I mean, so to me it's like why didn't the victims of police, you know, murder and brutality get that same level of angst? That he spoke of when he spoke about the people that were targeting and 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 firing on cops. To me, that kind of like it's kind of like um, it's kind of like a backhanded slap, you know, in the face. Even though he gave a million dollars to both sides, you know, that's fine and dandy he can do that. But when but you know what I'm saying your 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 words and your actions has to follow also. Wow. And to me, he kind of like he kind of like just he went in on the people that were um, targeting cops. But it was just a small little blip for the victims of uh, that died at the hands of cops, and to me that kind of like just took away from that for me. And like I said, it may be petty, but I thought that. Well, well I, all thing. I want. Oh, somebody going. Go ahead, Eminem. No, I'm just agreeing okay. with him. He is petty. That's a little right. Yeah, but he had a speechwriter, but he didn't. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, you know, you know, all I'm gonna say on is, is, is this here as far as is the effect of it. You know, pretty much, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I can't disagree what he did whatsoever, and I'm not doing it. I'm not disagreeing whatsoever. But just from a personal sense, um, for the most part, ain't no damn way a black man in America is more affected by cops getting killed, and and and, and that's not to be misconstrued like it's alright to kill cops. I ain't saying that whatsoever. But if he wasn't who he was, he more likely to be one of these niggas getting shot or pulled over for nothing than he would be uh, a six foot six, you know, police officer getting fired upon. I mean, that shit's so rare it almost is non-existent, and that's not to make light of it whatsoever. Cause I'm not saying it like that, but um, to me, it'd have been more meaningful if it wouldn't have been like. Uh, I'm I'm going to both. It, number one, it ain't no side. It's it's like, it's 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 what you believe in the most. That's that's pretty much it. I mean, it's not like like if somebody donated. I just use um, in October. Okay, if somebody donated to 
breast cancer, they shouldn't have to turn around and donate the prostate cancer just to make them. Um, I mean, I'm just saying, it, it, you don't have to do both. And when you do both and make yourself so neutral, well, shit, it's like you ain't did nothing. And that's crazy because we're talking about a million dollars. And I damn sure ain't got it. But what I'm saying is, if you're making a true statement, I'm just I'm speaking specifically on making a statement, you know, not the monetary part, but just making a statement. It's not a statement if if you did equal, you know, that's not a statement. That's like basically just saying I'm helping each of your causes, which is good. But if you're making he's, a statement, it's, it's like together though. We're, yeah, we're yeah, I, I, bringing people together. Listen, what I'm you saying what though. Listen, listen, what I'm saying though. Just because, just because you don't give to another, don't mean you dissing it. That that's what I got a problem with. You know, like if if I've been affected by uh, certain things in the judicial system or whatever, it doesn't mean I want cops to get killed. But just because I wouldn't give or didn't give to a certain fund at the same time, don't mean that I'm dissing that. If that make any sense. You see what I'm saying? Well, I, I I will say this, and I'm speak. I can't speak for Michael Jordan because he's a, a billionaire. But <laughs> this is what I, this is what I'm saying. If I'm was Michael Jordan, you the billion. cops are your friends. I mean, the cops are your friends. Here, you got that big forty million dollar house in three or four different states. You need them police to keep folks from around there. Anywhere you go, you need security. So them guys are your friends. Now, yeah. this is basically yeah. what, 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 what black folks want, want somebody to do. You want people to stand up, basically, for people to hate on you. And you, you want to talk about people hating on the athlete. Most of the time, it's black-on-black hate. Now, that's why people say LeBron is this, or somebody trying to come up with a new guy. I tell you what, you got Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth been dead I don't know how many years. They still won't say Babe Ruth the greatest baseball player. No matter what, it's universal there. Rocky Marciano is, is universal there. But we all over the place. Tyson yeah. Mayweather. But, but what I'm saying, though, I, I agree with you saying. All, all yeah. I'm saying is that. When you gave to both, what I'm saying, nobody should yeah, have to why, give why, to why, both. Why, why, why should he? It's his money. No, no, but listen, what I'm saying, nobody. That, that's why I made that point. Nobody else does that. Nobody has. Nobody yeah. gives to both okay. and are demonized what, if they what, don't give what, to both. Let, 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 let me say this: We don't know all of the facts in any of these cases. Only thing we know is that it was excessive force. Now, far as no, but what I'm, ta- I'm talking about strictly giving, though. What I'm saying, though, yeah. if but, Michael but Jordan he, just he, gave, if he just gave yeah. strictly to trying to improve mm-hmm. uh, community relations with, 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 with violence against people of color, and if he didn't give, what I'm saying, th- the point I'm trying to make is that he should be celebrated the same if he didn't give to the uh, the cop fund. I'm saying he no. shouldn't have had to have gave to. I Actually, mean, Eminem, what I, happened I, to I, the officers? I disagree with that, Eminem, because that's right. No, no, no. Yeah, it's I, your I, money. What I'm saying, if, if it's your money and it's a charity, nobody else in the regular world are held to those standards. Nobody says, well, if you give to the Red Cross, well, you got to give to Goodwill. If you give to, if you give to one or both, mm-hmm. people say, man, that's good. 
I mean, but he was a No, these are different okay. circumstances. So, so no, 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 no. What I'm saying is, Michael Jordan, number one, is not an activist. He was just given to causes, and if he's given to causes, he shouldn't have to give to both causes if he didn't want this them. Is why, if he this gave is, to the police and didn't give to the NAACP, what you would have said then? No, I wouldn't have said nothing because both of them were charity. No, I wouldn't have flipped out because Folks, I, uh, I would have flipped you, out if that was Cardinal West or if that was somebody else. But if it was Michael Jordan and if To me, the most important thing he did was give to both. both. To me, that's the, bigger, that's the biggest thing but, that he but did. But listen to you, what I'm saying, though. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. Because what he did was was something no one else has done. Everyone wants to choose a side. All right. We can't win if we choose a side. He chose to bring both people together by bring, giving to both. And to me, he set an example that everyone else needs to follow. Both sides need to be talked to. All right. We want to, we want to fuss one way without holding ourselves accountable. Both sides need to be talked to, and that's what he did by donating to both. And if anything, to me, that's the most important thing he did. That was more important than even speaking out. Okay, but nobody else is held to those standards. White folks give to charities all the time, black charities and white charities. But nobody says you have to give to somebody on the opposite to make it right. The point I'm getting at is that if he gave to the cops, that's fine, and didn't give nothing else, that's fine. If he gave to the black side, that's fine. I'm saying he should not have had to like give to both. It wouldn't have been looked at like that. If he would have because given to the cops. If it's a charity, if it's a charity, folks, don't matter. If if he would have given to the cops and not to the black folks, they'd be burning Nikes right now in the street. That's right. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. That's what he's saying. So you're missing the point of what he's saying. Actually, what he's no, saying I, is I don't, I don't. he shouldn't have to do that. But the fact that he did is, you know, you know, people, it, you know, it's like he's damned if he do, he's damned if he no. don't. But he but shouldn't have he, to do both if he didn't want why? to. And he shouldn't have to be maybe, like you just said. You're saying that he burned his um, sneakers in the Why? Why should, would they do that if he decided I'm going to give to the cops because they need more training or they need more help? Or need some more support, and he didn't give to NAACP, which I wouldn't have given to them anyway. But you know, if he didn't give to them or whoever, whoever the black but, cause is, you know, but, that's what I, you know. You shouldn't have to do that, and that's what makes it so horrible that people have to do certain things and they're they're Who judged that on their own to, belief. Though? Who said so that he, he had wanted to do it? No, yeah, but, he couldn't just what, want what? to do it. Who said that he wanted to do it? He did it. Yeah, but, but I'm saying, saying he didn't want. Why, why, why are you? Why are you both called? Well, we like should have gave ten million each because he's a billionaire. So he only gave a million, so that's nothing. Okay, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying y'all, y'all are saying a that he had a lot of money. I don't care if it won Buffett. Yeah, like he was forced to do it. I mean, he well for whatever yeah. reason he did it. And I, I don't think it's an issue of, you know, if he had to or no, whatever the situation. I don't. Be. I don't have a problem with it, but I'm saying he shouldn't have had to do either one. Why are you have saying he had to? That's what I'm asking. Why are you saying he had to? I'm saying he you shouldn't have that. had to, because but, but, I guarantee you, 
Okay, we'll move I on. Guarantee, we'll move on. I, I guarantee <laughs> you that somebody advised him, it's like, well, hey, man, you might not want to do this because they're going to be upset. And, uh, like, they was, and, like if you just gave it to the black cause, which is the most needed cause, honestly, uh, like I say, his, his dad was took out. And, and if they hadn't found that ring on him, that would have been an un, uninvestigated crime like anything else. But, you know, it's like, uh, you know, that, that's a whole other topic. But I think what's more important right now is that Nick Cannon has gone on TV and said he's not voting in November. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Eminem, join me on Team Picture, bro. <laughs> Where's the outrage on that? Where's the outrage on Mr. Wild and Out not voting? Hey, they going to straighten these assholes up. See, a lot of guys, because they got a hundred million dollars, they get on TV and say this outrageous shit, and then these young kids think that we can do the same thing when you ain't in the position that these guys are in. He get paid to act a fool. So, therefore, he can say outrageous things and you know, say something black here and there, and because he got the black support, everybody recognized, okay, yeah, we go with that. Then you go to school talking that black shit. You go to work talking that black shit. You ain't going to get nowhere because you ain't in the same position. And a lot of people don't understand that. Well, in any event, you know, any event, you know, regardless of whether he was advised or whether he was not advised, he gave to both sides. And and I think by the, the way, you know, by him giving to both sides, it shows what really needs to happen. I mean, if you're going to, you know, he's stepping out on his, you know, for all we know, he probably stepped out on his own accord and gave to both sides, you know, gave to both sides and wasn't advised. He just did it. And really and truthfully, there's casualties on both sides of the tail. So, and it, you know, right. we, do need to, we, we do need to come together. And this is bottom bottom line. Bottom line is that until you know the side thing, you know there should not be sides. There should not be colors or anything like that. I mean, if anybody, you know, let's let's get real about it. At the end of time, there was only you know when God decides to call us all home. You know, we all gonna be one race anyway, and we're pretty much that way anyway. So when people look at it from that standpoint. We need to get our heads out of our asses and really and see what's really going on. Michael Jordan did what he thought was best by giving to both sides. So, you know, we do need to come together. We need to stop the divide and come together. And, therefore, you know, we're united when we're together, and we're stronger when we're together. So that's the reason I believe he did it. You know, this is something that he he's probably put a lot of thought into. And you know, and you know, it's something that need that any other person that has this kind yeah, of platform. I, I, like I say, I applaud him for that, but he shouldn't have had to do. He shouldn't have had to do it though. Eminem, we shouldn't have to deal with listen to you. Dude, hey, I'm so long. Well, what are we doing here to make we love you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> We don't oh, we have to do it, but we're doing it anyway. All right. Right. We don't have to listen to you, but we do it any damn way. <laughs> All right. 
And I think you have people on, on both sides. I mean, you got some good cops, you got some bad cops, you got some good right. black folks, you got some bad black folks. And I think everybody has to to look at it for what it is. I think that when a crisis happens, that everybody jumps on one side or the other. I mean, you got people on the on the program got interracial kids and stuff. You gonna turn your back on white folks? All white folks ain't done nothing to you. You understand what I'm saying? So everybody needs to it needs to be a coming together. It does not have to be separated, you know. And to stand up for a lot of these hootlings, and we know they were doing something wrong in the first place. Might not have been that day, but it was some day. But we're gonna stand up for that anyway, because we saying we don't like what's going on, and it could easily be. One of us. Everybody, everybody isn't uh, hoodlums, and Sarah Bland wasn't hoodlum. You know, all these folks that that gotten listen, killed listen, wasn't listen, hoodlums. Listen, but even if they are hoodlums, it, that's no different than a teacher a saying, teacher "I'm only going to teach the kids that got home training." If 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 that criminal wasn't a criminal on that day, he was shot for nothing. And yeah, even if he was a person, we agree with that. But but at the same time, if if you know you are a felon and you know you got a legal firearm, when the cops approach you, give it up. Elijah don't want to go to jail. One thing about it is it, if the jig is up, you got to say, okay, I got to wear that. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of people don't want to do that. Listen, we you're not talking to a guy that's standing on the porch. Yeah, oh, cool. I'm telling you what I know. Yeah, you gotta say, okay, yeah, I did that or whatever. Yeah, all right. So, so what? I, where I go from here? All right, where well, you gonna come here and you bail and this, this, and that, and the other? Okay, you got to accept responsibility, and this is what we're not teaching these kids out here. Okay, the guy in Baton Rouge, what were you doing with a legal gun in the first place? We don't want to talk about that. We say, okay, well, you shouldn't have shot off. Maybe so. They're going to business, they want that, but it's not okay. Life is not in danger. There's no reason to kill nobody, black or white. That's why you're trained. Bobby is a trained soldier. He knows the difference between... I don't know all the military jargon, but I know mm-hmm. when they say at ease soldier, he know not to just say, "Well, shit, man, this guy stole something uh, last week, so I'm gonna go ahead and shoot this motherfucker." He, I mean, everybody got to follow directions and protocol, and, yeah. and people may lie to Black Lives Matter, but that's the thing. All, all most black people want. Nobody don't want a bunch of felons just to just to have free reign over the ghetto or wherever they at. They just want equal treatment. If if yeah. Because half of the time, the cop picked the soft targets. Most of the guys they killing are, are people doing peddling shit. They not killing Nino Browns in the hood. They killing niggas that's hey. slanging shit that ain't nothing. Nino Brown. Right. That's who he needs to be killing. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You, you, you ask anybody that live in the average black community in all 50 states, the cops ain't harassing the main person that everybody's scared of. They ain't fucking with him. They fucking with some <laughs> easy target. Some old man is drunk all the time. Yeah, he in the wrong, but goddamn, you got to kill him? Yeah. Right. But you know we, what? We agree. And that's you, you made a point then when you said that. That's true. But, you know, speaking of good cops, I mentioned some good cops last week that I knew by, by name. And one of them over the weekend, um, and Buck knows them too, um, 
Lafayette Martin Lafayette actually Martin. saved a baby that someone left in a van at a Walmart this weekend. He was off duty, <laughs> yeah. and someone left a baby, a three-month-old baby in a van. Now, what she said was she left the baby in the van because her baby's father was supposed to come by and pick him up at a certain time, so she just went ahead and went into the wow. store. And wow. he happened to come he through, don't... and he knocked the window out and got the baby out. But yeah, she got a relief. Listen, that kid'll be old as us by the time she get her ass out of there. So <laughs> yep. But you know, the, the, you know, there are there are good cops, and Quentin and I both. We we went to school with a lot of them. I mean, and you know, Lafayette's just one of them. Joy Wasanowski, uh, Lane Morrison, uh, Brad Harbor, all those guys are cops. Um, three of them are white, one of them black. And uh, Lafayette Martin, his, his his oldest son is a police officer. And, I mean, these guys, you know, they put their lives on the line every single day to protect and serve. And we know for a fact all of those guys are good cops. We I don't know. You name one I don't trust. No, I'm just kidding. Huh? <laughs> Boy, I'm just... you need to quit. But, I mean, the bottom line of it is, is that, you know, they do a hard job. And, you know, like I said, like I said last week, it's not just the, it's not just the police officers that, that really need to make changes. We need we as a black race need to look at ourselves too, because now we talk common 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 sense got to got to play a role in this. Okay, if you're a black man, you're driving down the road, you got a suspended license, you get pulled over, you don't, you know, you got it's like like Ray said, you got to give up the gig, you know. You know, you're in the wrong, all right? You did something wrong. You got to go ahead and, and you know, face up to the reality. Don't, you know, bust up at the cop and all that kind of shit. You know there's going to be 19 of these motherfuckers come up when you get pulled over if you're black. So just go ahead and follow instructions so it won't be no drama. That's where we're, that's where, that's where the disconnect is. And we, and we as black, we as black parents, well, need to tell our kids, I, I, cousins, nephews, I, nieces, I think it's a, other I think people. It's a and it, I mean, basis. I think it's yeah, a case true. by case basis. But there's there's definitely enough blame to go around. And like I said, I commend Michael. Not I I haven't commented uh, Michael on too much aside from basketball and his business acumen. So for him to to do what he did to me, he hopefully he set the standard that people need to look at both sides because this is not a one-sided incident. Even though you have one who comes off as victims because they're getting shot and killed, I understand that. But this is not a, a master-slave mentality where only one side is to blame. I mean, we both got to have some accountability on both sides. Both sides need to admit there's a problem. The police need to admit they need more training, and we got some black folks who need to admit that, hey, you got some folks who do, you know, provoke, Black folks are getting arrested. They're getting, you know, um, they're getting punished for the things they do. The problem, I think, the problem comes in when the police do these things and they get off with a paid vacation and they get off scot right. free. That's, that's what they have to work on. Nobody's getting mad. But what I'm saying, like, it's, it's only an issue when millennials have a different mentality of the past generation. You know, cops been beating people ass and doing shit for years. I know that for a fact. You know, it was probably just, worse it, back then. Well, well, yeah, it was. Yep. But I'm saying, but but the thing was, now it's technology to catch it. But so, all I'm saying, and this is, I got friends as cops. It ain't, it ain't even like that. I got a nephew that's a state trooper. 
So it ain't like I got some problem with cops. But what I'm saying, eight cops compared to hundreds of, of, of people uh, wrongfully shot per year, I mean, I mean, it's, what I'm saying is, like, why is it only a problem? This is the long-term effects of the shit. It ain't right, but that's what happens. You know, now you're down to the generation who ain't taking this shit. These, these young niggas ain't watching. They say, okay, well, y'all keep fucking up. You know, you know, you fuck somebody up, then we're going to fuck y'all up. It ain't right, but that's the results of it. And you know what, though? It's true. That's true, and it's yeah, not sure. right. But just like just like you said, cops need to be um, going after the Nino Browns of the world. Some of these young thugs need to be going after the George Zimmermans of the world. Both people exactly. got the wrong time. I, I, I agree. But 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 yep. think about what I agree. See, this is different between me. This is different between me and a lot of people in the base. A lot of stuff I'm saying is based on the reality of it. It's not necessarily how I feel. You know what I'm saying? It's based on reality. But the reality is that for every one cop that's shot, that's like I ain't gonna say put it this way. Like right now, this ain't the biggest city in the world. But it, but it ain't a small town like where I grew up at, and I think it might be ten cops on the on the wall for the you know since they've been keeping up with the cops killed in this city that I live in. But the amount of people that was shot and shit for cops probably that didn't follow protocol, you could feel that wall up ten times. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But again, like I said, ninety nine percent of them did something. <laughs> Well, I, again, like I said, both sides have some fault to admit. So once they once they start there, then maybe something can actually get resolved. But um, I really need you all to focus on why Nick Cannon ain't voting. So all right, oh, so tomorrow, that, that's, we got that's horrible. If he, if he publicly said that, that's horrible in my opinion because so many people died for the, for people to have a right to vote. You know, that's and even if you don't do it, if you're in that type of position, you're wrong for saying it. Yeah, but you, we all know that Nick he got Nick got some issues, you know, probably because he was married to that married to damn uh what's her he name? Was married and, to you know, he, Mariah Carey. Yeah. Yeah, when he was married right. to Mariah Carey, you know, she ain't wrapped too tight either, so you know, you gotta understand Nick Cannon not playing with a full deck. Hey, Mariah Carey be finding them billionaires though. All right, tomorrow's <laughs> zone coverage yes, is nine PM Eastern. Um, we'll get into um, NFL training camps. Um, if there are going to be any players left for training camps, is everybody getting suspended? Um, and talk more yes, sports. Right. And then next Tuesday, we'll be back with more current events, top topics. And I'm going to try my best to have a relationship topic for you next Tuesday. I know it's been a while with politics dominating the news, but got to talk about what's going on right now. Bill Clinton is giving his speech, and he got everybody um, kind of swaying back and forth to his tone, so he's doing his thing. But um, when you give your final thoughts, I want to ask a question, because nowadays people don't call 911 when there's a, um, an incident. A lot of times they pick up their phone and they record. So I'm gonna, when you give your final thoughts, I want you to answer this question. If you were being assaulted by a police officer, would you want someone to record you for evidence or would you want someone to call 911 and to hope that some righteous officers come along and kind of Man, break things up. One, one, they already there. <laughs> That's like one of the devil ass whooping you. So, 
I'm just saying, you know, what would you want to what would you want to do? Would you want somebody to try to report and bring you some hopefully some help or it could be bringing some reinforcements to, to beat you up? But or would you want someone to film it? So we'll get with that with final thoughts. And Dr. Willis, I'll start with you. All right. Uh, <clears throat> as far as your question, uh, I'd rather they film it because it's just like uh, somebody just said, you know, you call the damn police and, and they know that uh, their friends out there whooping your ass. They come in with billy sticks and um, join in. So go ahead and film it, have some evidence, and even if they don't get freaking uh, anything happening to them, I'm going to get paid by that city. So until these uh, these municip- uh, municipals and these towns and these cities you know, realize that it's hitting their pockets and the taxpayers in that community's pockets, then, you know, that's what it's going to be, I guess. That's going to be the trade-off. So, you know, go ahead and film it for me. Um, as far as the topics tonight and things like that, um, you know, great show as always. You know, it's good to uh, have everybody on and all the different perspectives and stuff. But uh, the the Michael Jordan situation, I think that, you know, what he did was, uh, I, I thought it was a good thing. I ain't going to lie to you. Uh, but I don't hold anybody accountable to for any type of activism. You got to have it in your heart, and you got to actually. To me, I, I feel like you sh- you should have it in your heart, and you should mean it. You know, so if he did that from the heart, and it wasn't some PR stunt or just you know whatever, then you know more power to him. But if, if he never come out and did anything, still more power to him. I don't I don't think that somebody have to use their platform to speak on anything if, they, if that's what they uh, choose not to do. Um, some of the other topics we had. Uh, what was the first one we talked about? Um, oh, the DNC, the national conventions. Right, national convention. I think that um, you know, it's good for fodder. I think that uh, you know, it's, it's pretty entertaining. So it's not going to go away anytime soon. I think it has its uh, purposes, uh, both purposes, to try out people that are going to be the future of the, you know, uh, the future faces of the party. And uh, also to give you a little bit more insight of the candidate that's there. So, um, you know, is it a big deal? You know, and, you know, it just depends on who you are. If you're really into politics, you're in, really in tune to what's going on around you, then, yeah, it's a big deal. If not, then, you know, it's not. So, um, and I do want to say um, I thank God every day that we, we had ancestors, and this may be a little bit off topic and random, but there's a point behind it. I thank God every day that we had ancestors that didn't listen to the people who were naysayers. Like, and I'll give you uh, an example. Those kids that sat in that restaurant in Greensboro, North Carolina. I'm pretty sure there were some folks sitting on the side like, you niggas need to go somewhere else and, you know, don't go over there messing with them white folks and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty sure they heard all that. But guess what? They said, fuck that. I'm going to go do that. So I thank God every day for people like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it ain't popular. Yeah, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Wise to some of the, you know, the old heads that, you know, you know, that are scared or afraid. But my thing is, is like what Jesse said, you know, if you ain't going to do shit about the situation, then just sit your ass on the side and watch. Let somebody who's willing to do that do that for you, you know. And so those people who stood up against their own who said don't do this and, you know, be a good little nigga and, you know, now, I'm glad they didn't listen because we wouldn't be here where we are right now if it were for those type of people. And uh, and with that, I just want to say good night to everybody. And uh, it was fun chopping it up with y'all. Appreciate it, Dr. Willis. Good stuff. And Crystal, if you can answer the question about if you want someone to call 911 with hopes you can get some help or do you want them to film it, 
and give your final thoughts? Well, um, I think I would rather them call 911 and get me help, put down the phone, and maybe even help me. Um <laughs> Or to, to diffuse the situation, um, and not just in that extreme situation with talking about cops or whatever, but um, just you I mean you see so many people who are filming and they're not even helping the person who is being robbed or raped or whatever is going on, except for that those last people who did help the girl who was being raped. I mean, but it's like. Too many people are filming without actually helping, um, just on a general level, you know. So, you know, put down the put down the phone or hand the phone over to somebody else, and then use another phone to call the cops or whatever. So, to me, it's a twofold. I mean, after I'm dead, I'm sorry, but I'm not interested in being a martyr for the cause, you know. So, but, you know. I mean, come on. But, there, you know, there's just so many people filming, so many people. And plus, hello, somebody's probably filming anyway. It's probably more than just you filming. So someone at least call the cops while you're filming. Somebody can do that uh, to get some kind of real help in here because all all the cops are not going to agree with whatever situation is going on. Or it may even change the mind, you know, of the person who is, assaulting you or maybe, you know, things are going bad, you know, just to know that, you know, other people are coming to watch them and so they probably will change their attitude or, or snap them back into reality or whatever. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's my thought on that. Put the phone down or pick it up to call the police and then if somebody else can tell them while you're actually trying to help somebody Okay. Good show. And I guess I will be back next week for something a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Something that doesn't go as hard. Mm-hmm. All right. You thank said. you. Play on words, <laughs> huh? <laughs> Buck, go ahead, man. What would you do? Oh, man. What a, what a show tonight. Um, it was really, really good. Um, as far as 911, um, I want somebody to call. Um, you, you still need to call 911, and you do need to put the phone down and help out if, if you know, if you can, um, you know, within reason. It's, it's great to film. I mean, we have, you know, we have technology that can catch, catch things in the act. But at the same time, you know, you're, you actually got to think about it from this standpoint. And everything that I'm saying in, in this is, you know, throughout anything that I say from this point to, the, you know, to get this point out, we have to use common sense. If something is happening bad, well, what, you're filming somebody getting killed. So instead of filming it, why don't you help the person survive it? I mean, so use a little bit of common sense. Now, I'm not saying you put, put yourself in harm's way. I'm saying do it within reason. We don't need to watch somebody be, you don't need to film somebody getting killed. So keep that in mind when you got these, these cameras out when, you know, when shit's about to pop. Um, as far as Michael Jordan, I think Michael Jordan did exact, uh, exactly what I, he needed to do, give it to both sides, and, you know, 
try to bring us together so we can fight, fight this as a, you know, as one. There's, there's separation in this country, and it's time for us to get rid of the separation. Um, as far as um, I wanted to give a shout-out to some of these police officers. I mentioned some earlier, but I left out Reginald Finch and Robbie Sanders. Um, they're also good cops as well. We went to school with them too. And, um, you know, these guys, you know, they fight for us every day. And like we like we've said, like I've said, and like some of us said tonight, there's bad apples on both sides of the both sides of this. But if we can get an understanding, use common sense, look at ourselves too, because we're part of the problem as well. We have to look at both sides of this thing, get some understanding, and make sure that you know once we come together, we can find a solution to these issues. And that's where we—that's where the disconnect is. We're not looking in the mirror, you know. We're always trying to pass it off on somebody else, and that's not—that's not the case. We need to look at ourselves in the mirror and see those issues that that we need to address. Once we address those issues, then we need to find, you know, once we come together, we can find a solution to this, and we won't be talking about things like this. But you know, we have to start somewhere, and I think if we start looking in the mirror a little bit more often. I think we can find a whole lot more solutions instead of a whole lot more problems. But great show as always. Glad to have everybody on tonight, and uh, everybody enjoy the rest of your evening. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. And Eminem? Oh, man, fantastic show, man. Uh, uh, I'll go ahead and address the 911 thing first. If it was an accident or something like that, I definitely want somebody to call nine one one. But if it was some type of other situation, and 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 you know, people stereotype people, and you know, if somebody called in something, you know, some people react just because of the location you at, you know, and if if the assumption already gonna be like, oh, this is just a drug deal gone bad or these just two thugs going at it, you're not going to get justice. So I want somebody to record that shit. Matter of fact, uh, 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 Zimmerman would be locked up today if somebody would have recorded it, but because the people witnessing it was people that, you know, you know, it was this one say this, this one say that, that that's what got it all a certain way. But when you film it, it's just like, um, you know, it's, it's undisputed. You know, I, I had a situation where I called a, you know, a uh, couple of cops on some some punks that was, uh, you know, in a little skirmish in this, and a couple of them passing shots at each other. But you know, it's like they fucking with me, you know, over the phone. Who is it? It's like I'm telling you, we got kids out here. People are shooting. Who gives a fuck who it is? Just get over here, you know. And the police precinct is not even a mile from the park. See, that's the kind of shit I'm talking about. So, But if somebody was filming it, then I'm sitting up here like, well, okay, well, here it is. Play the phone back. You know, you know, justice is blind in the black community. Well, I mean, who is this? Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's, that's basically how it is. Hey, man, because I'm going to tell you something real, real quick. What a cop told me. He said when it's a shootout, you stay there, you stay where you at, you let all that shit blow over, and you come through five minutes later when the bodies is on the ground, everybody step back, don't nobody move, you don't walk in the middle of a shootout. All cops know that. That's why people think, well, yeah, shit going but, out but of the hood, you was, run right up in there. But this was different. This was a park full of kids. 
Yeah, but you let all that shit unfold. And you come no, you can't let it unfold. You, you can't let it unfold. You have to, well, you have to react to them me. Them guys that ran that, they ran down the street. Now at least you know they're not shooting. If you're a cop, you run up in but, the middle of the shoot. But, 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 but what I'm doing is I'm, I'm answering the question, though. If, but if somebody filmed it, if somebody was, I wasn't, I was down on the field. I heard it. That's when I called. But if somebody would have been closer and could have filmed and picked up who did it without being located, because if they saw you film, they probably shot your ass. But, you know, you got to do it in a certain way. But if they had cameras or whatever, the eye in the sky don't lie. A lot of people could be, you know, it, it could be treated different. So I just want to say that about the 911, depending on what the situation is. You know, different situations are different. You know, of course, if you're bleeding or something, the hell with a camera, you know, yeah, call the police. You know what I mean? Call the ambulance, I mean. But if it's a situation where it's your word against somebody else, it's just like, you know, just like with Rodney King or whatever. I mean, um, if that wasn't recorded, well, if we just looked at, you know, the fact that the guy was on crack and uh, was an alcoholic, well, you know, anything, any way those cops spin it, the average person, including me, would have believed it. So that's that's one of the benefits of the camera. Um for the DNC, you know, it's like, or the RNC, I mean, that's just something both sides do. It's just more like a pep rally. It doesn't really mean anything other than um, what it is. It's just revving people up to try to get their person in, you know. And that's either side of the of the aisle. Either your guy's going in or my guy's going in. Or if you're neutral, we're trying to get you to pick one. And if you're not voting at all, we're trying to motivate you to Maybe find one topic that one of these guys are talking about that you might like to get. So, um, you know, that's pretty much it on that. And uh, Michael Jordan, like I say, you know, he did what he did, and that was great, but he shouldn't have had to had to do it. If he <laughs> did one, that would have been fine. If he did two, that would have been fine. If he did just the other side, that would have been fine. It, it shouldn't have had to be both, you know. Now, if he wanted to do both, that's cool, but it shouldn't have to be both because that's not, you know, it, that's not right. You know, you should you should be able to, if you're giving money, you should be able to give what you want to give in. He did. You know, you know right. it don't mean that you don't give a damn about somebody else's cause, but it's just like, well, if somebody asks me, it's like, well, shit. You know, it's like, well, I know, you know, the judicial system I know more people fucked by the judicial system than I know people killed by the, you know, than than people who kill judges and shit. So, well, I'm giving my money here. But that don't make me right. But at the same time, I'm not wrong for not giving to that. All right. I appreciate that, Eminem. <laughs> Somebody jamming Ray in the back, huh? <laughs> Ray, shut it down for me, man. Yeah, I mean it was it was a good show in the rest, and I mean uh, where I start. Uh, oh, be sure to answer the question first. If if the cops are beating oh, you down, okay. do you want nine one one or someone to record? I I probably would say somebody to record it because um you can't call nine one one in the same town that it's happening in. They only going to come from the same precinct, so there's nothing you really can can do about that. My thing is, is with, with, with videos nowadays, you have to get the recording from the beginning. A lot of people want to show what they want to show and be on TV talking loud and 
city of video shows this, and when they show the video, it's inconclusive to what actually happened because we don't know what led up to that event. You know, you can believe the cop jumped out of the car and just immediately started beating the guy, but there's more to it than that because he's cursing and disrespecting the police and everything else. Somebody needs to just tell these kids, I'm going to keep saying that, that you have to respect the police. If you respect the police and you respect yourself, chances are somebody may give you some respect. It's not guaranteed, but like I say, these, these other thugs and these hootlums that have made it bad for us. So when they, the cops that are untrained, when they see a black face, they put it equated to all black people. And then they go on attack. Instead of saying, well, this guy looks like he might be educated or he may be a school teacher or he may be an engineer or architect or something, they just see a black face. And that's what, that's what we have to change. And it's really not their fault because you don't, you don't respect yourself. Anywhere there are a lot of black people out there fighting each other, shooting at each other, doing all kinds of things to each other. And if you don't have that common respect, why should they feel any different? But, you know, we want to get unified on something that we feel like we can make a lot of noise on. But what about respecting our brother and our sister on a daily, on a day-to-day basis? We don't do that. As far as Michael Jordan donating money, I think Michael Jordan did a great thing. I think he's trying to bring everybody together. And I think that, you know, one thing we do know, see, well, what a lot of black folks would say, oh, he gave it to the cops, but in giving to the cops, one thing we do know, that was American tragedy. We do know those cops didn't do anything that day to deserve what they got. Now, of course, we don't believe that the police shootings were justified, but at the same time, a lot of these guys were breaking some sort of law whether it's having a legal firearm, resisting arrest, or whatever you want to call it. We know it was excessive for the guys to get killed. we all in agreement on that. But the cops did absolutely nothing to get shot down on the days they got shot down on. And you have to stand up if you are just a human being and say that that's wrong. And I think he did the best thing he could do. Now maybe people will follow Michael Jordan and say, well, maybe we ought to go in and try to get with the good cops and get a couple of good people from the neighborhood and come to some type of an understanding and everybody work together. But you got these people who want to keep this stuff going who don't want to do that. And trust me, if you go up against the police, you're going to lose. You may win a little bit now, but you're going to lose. And, you know, I just think that we got to work together. But other than that, you know, with the politicians, I just want to say that they all need to say what they have to say to get elected. But at the same time, to believe that Hillary is not as crooked as Donald Trump, I think you're fooling yourself. I want somebody who is not a politician. And I think Trump is that person. You know, it ain't that I'm going way out in the left field. I voted for Obama twice. So I, I'm not a Democrat or a Republican. I vote for the person who I feel like will be the best candidate and who can lead the country. 
And to me, I think that's Trump. Now, Hillary might be smart. She may have been around Bill a lot and all that. That does not mean anything. You know, just because I hang out in the auto body shop does not make me a mechanic. So, with that being <laughs> said, I think everybody should, you know, have a good night and look forward to uh, sports. Okay. I appreciate it. And I appreciate all of you. Great show. Um, you know, what makes the show so great is that, you know, we don't always agree. I mean, tonight you had five black people, well, six if you include myself. Uh, but, you know, I threw out the questions. You had five black people answer some of the same questions and heard a variety of responses, some for, some against. And just because people share the same race doesn't mean that they share the same opinions and values. Um, you can be raised next door to someone who supports Trump, even though you may support Hillary. I mean, different lives make for different perspectives. And that's the beauty of this show. You can come on, get an opportunity to speak your mind, and um, we just hash it out from there. And sometimes you got to agree to disagree. Sometimes you can make a point. But the, the, the thing is, you will have an opportunity to have your say, because I'm going to give you a soapbox to stand on to uh, make some noise. So that's why the Talk to Q radio show is different than so many other shows. But I appreciate all of you for your contributions this evening. Great show. Um, the, oh, the, speaking of North Carolina and, and, and Michael Jordan, I, I wonder if he's going to speak out against, against the treatment of the LGBT community now that the All-Star game has been pulled from um, Charlotte. The NBA All-Star game was supposed to be in Charlotte and I'm thinking that they pulled it over the legislature about the bathroom bill and all that stuff that they're having difficulties passing in, in North Carolina. But yeah. I heard that they were supposed to be bringing the all-star game to New Orleans. This was last Thursday. And so I went ahead just on a whim and I booked a room in New Orleans for the all-star weekend down in New Orleans. I got a good deal for like, 75 bucks a night at a really decent hotel and found out today that that same hotel it was $350 a night and it just sold out this evening. So I'm yeah. glad I went ahead and jumped on that. But I think it's illegal. I think it's illegal. For, it, it should be illegal for them to be able to jack up prices of hotel rooms like that, man. That's just not right for you to take it's advantage of. It's all right. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Why but, man, you give me them cries, man. It's legal. But yeah. you, you a baller, man. For the $1,000 of room, you'd have been down there. You everywhere. <laughs> oh, I, w- I would have driven down there and came back. <laughs> that's what's up right there. Yeah, oh, that's a hey, Michael Jordan, speak out on that. Man, he gonna go from a billionaire to he gonna be over Bill Gates and all of them in a minute. <laughs> you know the LBGT community. Man, if they with you, you could do anything. Man, if 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 Michael Jordan stuck out stuck up for the LGBT commu- community and came out with some <laughs> Rainbow Jordans, man, he he double his money. Yeah. <laughs> They well, support get him. one of them transsexuals to be in this commercial, man. Caitlyn Jenner. So. Yeah. All right, but 
I appreciate it, y'all. I'm going ahead and leave you all with um, the song I played last week from Jay Mar called I'ma Get Mine. I thought it was a pretty dope song and um, decided to give him a little bit more run. So you all can check that out. But I hope everyone has a good evening. You've been listening to the Talk to Q radio show. No experts, just the print opinions. Props to the person in the guest room who's been hanging out there since the beginning of the show. Excuse me, in the chat room. And um, everyone have a good night. Go to TalkToQ.com and sign up for my email newsletter. And we'll talk some sports tomorrow. Peace out.